There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. Cheers, Big Ears, which of course is Australian for uh, cheers, mate. And welcome to the Gin and Jandals podcast. Uh, cheers, Big Ears, Chris. Cheers, Big Ears, Mark. And I uh, I have to admit that I'm a little offended by uh, those those uh, references to my ears. Um yeah, sad but true. I had very big ears as a child. Uh, I've, I've 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 grown into them, but um, school was a hard time for me. Um, mm. huh. The Gin and Jandals podcast. It's a podcast all about gin uh, by a couple of dudes wearing jandals. Although I have to admit that I'm not currently wearing jandals, Mark. I don't know about you. Uh, my jandals are at the door, Chris, because I don't wear them inside. Oh, uh, which of course is p- p- proper etiquette in New Zealand. Don't wear your jandals inside. Um, and just in case you're that, wondering, I think is going to start the biggest debate of all time. Um, who wears jandals I wear my inside? inside? I do, yeah. I mean, you do in you do in Asian countries or Southeast Asian countries, right? You have you have well, indoor jandals at the door and outdoor shoes. That's perfectly fine. But in New Zealand, we only have one pair of jandals, flip flops, thongs, whatever you like to call them, and they're for outside, Chris. Well, do you know what? Every day is a school day, Mark, and I have just learned something. I've been here for over a decade, but education, that's what this podcast is about. That's what, Mark, you're about. Uh, and I've still got things to learn. So um, thank you for that. You do. Well, I, I mean, I, I correct myself. I was wearing them the other day in the kitchen, but there was my safety jandals because I was drilling holes in the concrete. Safety jandals. I don't know where to go with that, um, but feel that's possibly an oxymoron. Anywho. <laughs> Right, so tonight we have a beautiful podcast, the beautiful oh, gin, Chris, and this is this was a unique find. This gin, wasn't it? Sorry, was that a you, you, unique, unique? Unique. Were you going for the you joke there? Sure, why not? Excellent. Um, yes, <laughs> if you haven't picked up. It's a sheep themed gin, and you, some people would say only in New Zealand. Um, that's not quite true. New Zealand doesn't have the most sheep in the world, but um, yeah, we do have a few. We do, and this is a a, a sheep inspired gin. So this is the uh, well sheep infused, Chris. Sheep infused. I'm not sure if there's any actual sheep in it, but anyway, um, <laughs> no. this is the first uh, flavored gin uh, that we'll be trying on this podcast. Uh, many yeah. other flavors are available, and and we should we should be clear. The gin doesn't taste of sheep, right? That's not the point. No, no. It's called um, what is it? White Sheep Co. Yeah, white, sheep the, Milk the, and Honey Gin. Yes, indeed. Uh, and um, it, yeah, uh, yeah I, milk and honey. I think that's a pretty fair. Um, well, it's a bit biblical, isn't it? Really, milk and honey. Sure. Um, and some people refer to New Zealand as the land of milk and honey, which would be actually fairly accurate, seeing um, dairy does make up a, a large proportion of our uh, GDP. Um, as does uh, as does honey these days, particularly uh, manuka honey, which of course is hideously um, expensive, but but yeah. very very good for you. I mean, it well it is. Um, normal honey is also good for you. Um, manuka honey is extremely good for you. So the White Sheep Co. Sheep Milk and Honey Gin. I'm going to call it a pragmatic bottle, Chris. But that only highlights accents, the label on it, which is a knitted jersey print. It is, and I, I, I have to admit, I love it. 
Um, I love the concept of uh, wrapping up your bottle of gin in a, uh, a, a jumper, a wool-based jumper. Um, and I love the way they've used... Oh, it's not a cross-stitch. What is it, Mark? I don't know if you'll know. but I, I should it, know. My, my mother is a major knitter and will know exactly what it is. Well, I don't have a clue. It's, anyway, someone will know. Um, write into us. What are we? Gin and Jandals at gmail.com. Someone will know you're right, and yes, that's the correct uh, email address. Um, if you if you want to know quite what we're looking at, um, just go to our Instagram page, which is uh, again gin and jandals, all one word, um, and you'll see a picture of uh, of the bottle um, along with some some jandals. There you go, yeah. uh, and you'll be able to see what we're talking about. Now, what can we expect with this uh, with this gin, Chris? I mean, I'm expecting a little bit of sheep milk and honey, you know, because that's mm-hmm. what it says mm-hmm. on the tin. Uh, but what else have we got in there? Have we got any Ponzi um, botanicals? Uh, well, of course. I mean, uh, it's a gin, so uh, we've got to have a little uh, juniper in there, of course. Well, it, it, our listeners aren't stupid, Chris. It's not a gin unless it has juniper. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, that we've got some true. of the old favourites here. So Angelica Root, Oris Root, um, something a little bit special, a bit of Clementine Zest, Clementine. Uh, which would be nice, of course. Um, coriander Steed, uh, Lemon Zest, and a little bit of Allspice, um, which I always thought was an aftershave. But uh, Yeah, the Old Spice. Mm. Old Spice, correct. Smell like your dad, that and Blue Stratus or um, Brute 33. Kind of the, and to be clear, uh, none of those are actually uh, in this particular gin. Um, <laughs> no. And it's got a, a pleasant, a, I'm going to say, it, it's kind of got a pleasant light kind of yellow colour. It reminds me of... Yeah, it's not clear is what you're trying to say. Like, Yeah. yeah. Uh, don't, be, don't be put off by that, but it's not clear. Um, the description here, it uh, imparts a golden hue, which I, I like. That sounds nice. <laughs> uh, Golden Hugh used to go to school with. Um, the it's uh, it's forty two percent. Just uh, throwing that out there. That's about normal. Um, now yeah. it is five hundred mils, and yep. it is between sixty and seventy five dollars. So, I suppose about average. Yeah, it's a little bit special. I mean, five hundred mils is a is you know yeah. It's yeah, a, it's not quite the bargain last week was. Uh, definitely. Um, well, it's it's half the bargain, surely. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Madicana Moonshine. That was um, that was a good good gin. It was. Um, and this, I mean, this is a flavoured gin. So um, this is going to be something quite different from uh, all the other gins that we've tasted. Uh, but it just goes to show that there are, you know, a, well, a huge number of gins out of there that we plan on um, on trying as many as possible. But yeah, flavoured gin. I am yet to be sold on flavoured gins. I uh, I'm going to state that from the on uh, the outset. Yeah, I do. I, I'm slightly with you. It's a, like um, flavoured. And whiskies and and that like Dranbury, Dranbury, the honey mm-hmm. whiskey, like yeah, one or two sips is okay. Um, where I would actually go is the um, Canadian Club ginger beer and whiskey. <laughs> That's uh, surprisingly drinkable. Um, probably not good whiskey or good ginger ginger ale, um, but yeah, quite a good alternative. Also high in sugar. Yes. Uh, but yes. anyway, right, let's get into this, Chris. Uh, the first thing we do, of course, is we sniff it. Uh, and that's not because we're Ponzi, but just because it might, I don't know, indicate what's going on. And 
It smells like a gin to me. Does it? See, I don't get that. I don't get that at all. I get quite a uh, sweet. I mean, it's the honey coming through for me. <laughs> okay, whatever. No, it, seriously, I mean, uh, I don't know, Mark, but um, which one of us is uh, is in isolation at the moment? <laughs> I mean, that that is true. Uh, maybe maybe your your nose is more uh, refined than mine is. Uh, I mean, I can I, think, I, I can smell I, a, a little bit of milky milky type thing, but yeah. Do you know what, Mark? And um, I might have to uh, to go back on myself here a second. So, if I if I smell the bottle, <laughs> no, if, I, if I if I if I open the bottle and smell the bottle, I get that sweet uh, honey. But if I pour myself a little uh, a little um, shot, which I which I've just done, and I uh, I smell that, um, I don't get anything other than you're right. Gin. So, um, I think we're both right, which is a happy place to be. <laughs> it's unusual, though. The next thing we do, of course, Chris, is try it neat. Um, and why do we do that? Uh, because it makes the podcast slightly longer. <laughs> of course uh, not. Right. It's because we like to try unsullied by Schweppes or any of the other brands that you, you care to put um, forward. We just like to get the raw, yeah. naked taste of the gin. After all, it is just a spirit, and spirits should be able to drink drunken neat. Uh, so okay. here we go. I'm not coughing. No, I mean, that's... It's not smooth, but it's not bad. It's not bad, and it's got a, a little... It's a little bit burny in the back of the throat, but in a good way. And you do when you first, you know... The first flavour you kind of get coming through is that little sweet flavour. It's kind of got like, it reminds me um, in a good way of, you know, a child's medicine. They're kind of <laughs> a little bit sweet and they have the... Full of sugar. Well, yeah, but, you know, um, childhood memories. I, I am getting childhood memories for this. Um, I'm not quite sure who's childhood, but definitely <laughs> a childhood memory. Yeah. Right. I'm putting it into the glass. And, so uh, we do like to describe our glasses, Mark. What are you? What are you going with? Uh, with uh, do we? this week? Well, I do. Okay. Um. Tonight, Chris, I'm going for a wine glass because all my gin glasses, which there are two of in the house, uh, are in the dishwasher. Again, um, listeners, this is why you need to listen to the Gin and Channels podcast because we don't stand on ceremony by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I feel as though I'm a little bit overdressed, Mark, because I've got a proper glass tumbler. Uh-huh. It's potentially cut glass. I don't know, but you know it's got a nice he- heavy base. And uh, this week, Mark, I've I've gone back to uh, my my gin cubes. Have you? Uh, I think. Yeah. I think gin cubes might be appropriate here because one of the issues we've got with the heat in New Zealand is the ice cubes melt quite fast. They right, do. I'm pouring my tonic. I'm not going to over tonic this week. What tonic are you on uh, your supermarket brand? Yes, I am Jen? still the supermarket brand because yeah. Chris, it is good value for money. It is, um, and I and I note with this gin, they do suggest a um, an Indian, uh, a light Indian tonic, which I oh, believe that's I that's what you've got. Um, it's not light; it's just normal Indian tonic, yeah. with no okay. artificial flavours. But sure, 
I've gone with a diet oh, Schweppes. Yes, I know, but you you know. Okay. Oh, Stay away from the now. diet Schweppes on tonic, people. There we go. Right, right, here we go. Into, ooh, sniffing that, Chris. I mean, I don't know why we started sniffing gin, but that smells milky. It does, doesn't it? And not, I mean, it, it, it's, it smells pretty pleasant, I think. Hmm. All right, let's get into it. Mmm, and that is why I like this gin, Chris. What is it about it you like? It is surprising because it's quite sweet. But it's not that sweet. But I don't know. I don't. Did you have these in, in the UK, Chris? It's called a milk bottle lolly. Um, um, and it's, it's a chewable um, <laughs> lolly taste, uh, shaped like a milk bottle or half a milk bottle. And that's what this tastes like. It's got hints of, of milk bottle in there. I can't remember milk bottles from my childhood, um, but I, uh, I've i had them here in New Zealand, and you're entirely right. This is like liquid milk bottle. It's kind of mm. sweet, but not super sweet, if you know what I mean. It, it doesn't make you feel as though you are you know, eating lollies. You definitely get that kind of nice milky kind of mm. flavoured, but but and this is this is the thing that oh, it always bugs me. Um, I don't feel as though I'm drinking a gin. No, well, um, yeah, no, it's not. It's not a distinctive gin flavour. Um, and as for the botanicals, not a chance uh-uh. of tasting them. I mean, maybe the honey because it's a bit sweet, but but they do say they've got. Just a dash of premium local honey. So I suspect it's uh, the slowly f- fermented sheep's milk. That is uh, the strongest flavour in there. Why do they put yeah, that and, stuff and with it then? I guess that's what makes this kind of gin pretty unique, is that the alcohol base that they're using is, yeah, as you said, a fermented sheep's milk spirit, um, which makes it pretty special, of course. Is it a gin? I mean, hmm. Yes, it's got juniper in it. It's, it's alcohol with juniper that makes gin. And it uh, says sheep's milk and honey gin. Okay, so it's a gin. Oh, yeah. Well, the other one they make is the vodka. So that one says vodka. I mean, they should know what they are. You know, what they're doing. They are a distillery, after yeah. all. This is a good I, gin, Chris. You're not, you're not convinced, though. Do you know what? Uh, I, I think I've become too much of a traditionalist. I like a traditional gin, and I don't know quite when I'd have this. I mean, it, it, it's the it's the interesting gin you might bring out if you've got friends around, right? But this is In the fact, gin you drink if you like. I, I just I, I'd like to sip something while sitting on the deck, watching the kids in the pool. Um, but I don't excellent. want anything too harsh. Do you think, and and I'm straying into potentially sexist territory here, and I don't mean to. Do you think that you know our, our female listeners would appreciate this more than our male listeners, or am I just completely off 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 reservation? I think. Well, I I don't concur, Chris. I am um, okay. I am liking this gin. Um, you're right. I wouldn't drink it all the time, but this is this is the one. It's sixty five dollars. 
you'd you'd have and you'd sit on it for six months, you know, like bringing it out every occasion and that like mm-hmm. now and then. But it's a good one. Like, you know, if you're going, should I get a premium gin like the Scrape Grace for, what was that, a hundred bucks or something? Oh, a little less, but yep. Yeah, 90 bucks. Or should I get something interesting? Go interesting. Go White Sheep Co. And so I guess, as you say, you, you bought this as a leaving gift um, for me, which is slightly weird. But anyway, um, is that was that your choice? You went, hey, this is an interesting gin. Chris yes. is, 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 of course, an interesting guy. <laughs> These two things might work together. Is that actually was that, that that is that is a good summation there, Chris. There was, was there's a there was a few. I was only buying New Zealand gin, and I was like, oh, I know he's got a few, but I'll give him something interesting, and here it is. And, and I have to admit, this is not a gin I would have bought myself. That's right. But it is perhaps the perfect gin gift for somebody who know likes gin because they they possibly. I don't think you'd be. I don't think you'd pick it up yourself if you like gin. And that sounds weird, no. but I don't think you would. But if someone buys it for you as a some, you know, a little bit of special, yeah, okay, I can see that. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, summation. It's a it's a good gin. It's interesting. Um, if it was your first gin, uh, I'd probably go for the Matacana Moonshine. Mm, if you're just getting into uh, it, I think this is a. As I say, I don't. I don't find it you know it's not traditional gin in my book that's um, that's running past the um the wife test chris have you bought it out when your wife brings her girls around yes but but i haven't haven't shown it off too much because i'd worried they'd really like it and finish the bottle <laughs> wow um, you are sexist no 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 <laughs> happy no. woman's day everyone no, that's got nothing to do with uh, women. That's just got to do with, you know, her friends are, you know, on the whole heavy drinkers. Um, <laughs> joking, if you're listening. Alcoholics, I think, is what you said. I didn't say that at all. No, I I have bought this out. It, do you know, actually, to be fair, when everybody's come around and we've got onto the conversation of gin, which I can pretty much steer people to quite easily, this is a gin I've bought out time and time again and said, hey, try this. You've never had anything like it. It is different. And they've all tried it. And they've all kind of gone, mm, 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 and made pleasant sound. Nobody's come back and said, oh, can I have another one? Right. But is that because you just put it away because you thought they might drink it all? And you bought out the Medicata Mean Chain because it's only 50 bucks for a litre? No, I think it's because I don't know if I'd have two of them in two. a row. I'd certainly, you know, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting on this one. It's, yeah, good. It's good to talk to you. I think um, I'd prefer it a little bit colder, maybe. But that's more my issue and rather than the, the gins, of course. Um, <laughs> it's got a woolly jumper on, I mean. Well, it has, yeah. Maybe that's the thing, actually. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, it's definitely an interesting gin. Yeah. And, and it is definitely is, a good gift gin. Good gift gin. Yeah. You're not going to be disappointed, um, you know, well, no. I mean, it's always going to be a conversation topic, isn't it? You know, hey, yeah. try this. Do you remember milk, milk bottles? Because that's where your your brain immediately jumps to. I'm drinking alcoholic milk bottles, which don't tell your kids, people. But you know that that's kind of what it's like. <laughs> and we're not recommending if you get your kids to get your kids. Oh God, no, 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 no. Absolutely clear on that. So yeah, I think it's 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 the gin you have in your cupboard and you bring out when you've got guests around. You want to try something a little different, and it's the perfect gift gin for your mates or friends who've got every gin, but they won't have got this one. And yeah, well, you know, as as, as a proud New Zealander, 
you know, yeah. it, it's got sheep in it. <laughs> and uh, and you can say cheers, big ears, as you drink it. Yeah, it's, I mean, there are a whole heap of different flavoured gins out there. We're going to try a fair few of them. I think as flavoured gins go, they tend to be a little bit fruity, perhaps, like a cherry or a yeah. plum or something like that. And and this is out there, yeah, way out there when it comes to flavours. Well, this um, is why I wouldn't call it a flavoured gin. You, the, do you reckon it's got its because, own category? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's made from fermented sheep. Um you know, the rest of them, they, they infuse um, fruits yeah. and what have You're you in right. it. This one, it's just a gin, Chris. I mean, yeah, don't be picky about how they get the alcohol. Well, no, I, I, I am totally on board with the fact that actually this needs to be in its its own category of fermented milk product gins. <laughs> I think it's, it's going to be a pretty specialist category. It might be a category with one gin in it. But I think you're right because it isn't just your traditional flavour gin where they, um, the the flavour comes from the fact that it's a, a fermented milk spirit rather than they've infused it with 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 something. My God, this podcast is so deep and uh, you know educational. We've we've invented a new gin category. Well, Mark, so, I think we've yeah. we have explored the uh, White Sheep Company's sheep milk and honey gin, and. Uh, Barring any further um, comments from you, um, I think we're done and dusted, aren't we? We are. We are. I mean, we don't want to uh, ram home anything. We don't have to. Uh, you can rattle your dags if you want to, Chris, but don't oh. get fly struck, which I isn't mean, a pun, and that's gross. If you've ever seen a fly struck oh. sheep. Sorry, I'm ruining the podcast. Anyway, White Sheep Company. Fantastic gin for a gift or that special occasion. Mm-hmm. Well done, Mark. I think we've uh, we've brought yet another one home. <laughs> yeah, and uh, don't forget, cheers, big ears. Uh, as long as you <laughs> unlike, make sure the person isn't like Chris and uh, got teased as a child with the bigger shears. So be careful where you use that one. Thanks for reminding me about that again, Mark. Thank you. Um, yes, so you've been listening to the uh, the Gin and Channels podcast. And please um, share with other uh, gin drinkers and uh, let us know what you think. We're always, uh, you know, look forward to correspondence. And um, if you are a, a gin distillery, um, yeah, drop us a line. We'd, uh, we'd love to try um, all kinds of gin. And if, listeners, you've got a gin and you think we should try it, let us know about that as well. Um, and we'll give yeah. it a go. Or if you disagree with anything we say, we'd like to hear from you because we have known to be wrong before. Well, I mean, maybe. (laughs) Yes, and on that note, uh, it is uh, cheers, big ears from me. Cheers, big ears from me. And uh, we'll uh, we'll see you next time on the Gin and Channels podcast. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. My baby goes that night and stays till the morning comes.